People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's poppin' congregation? It's your girl Lacey Mosley, aka Scam Goddess, and we're back with the podcast that's all about robbery, fraud, and those who practice it. Sometimes we love them, sometimes we hate them. We don't know yet. Y'all, congregation, pull up on me if you're in Los Angeles, June 22nd, 7.30 at the Elysian Theater. I'm going to be dropping the links every there, but you can like Google the Elysian Theater. I'm doing a live show. It's the first ever live show, Scam Goddess Podcast. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be crazy. Uh, if you're not in LA, I don't know, take a train, okay? Like, remember Sex in the City and they took that train? Get on the train. Make it sexy, okay? Take a flight if you can afford it and you're not on the no-fly list because you was tossing hands on spirit. Do what you got to do to pull up and see me June 22nd. All right, congregation, y'all know what it is. I'm very, yes, excited, elated, thrilled. This is a friend of the show who came on right as the pandemic was hitting. This was, I think, the last in-person recording I had done. And we're back in person again. Look at that. Three years later, we somehow survived. He's a comedian, writer, actor, and dear friend of the show. Please check out his amazing podcast, Drag Her, which is so fun. The world's only drug, drug, why did it jump out? Like, drug. (laughs) The world's only drug ways podcast. Now covering All Stars 8, Anywhere You Podcast. Congregation, please welcome Mono. Wait, Mono. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? I haven't said your last name in so that's long. Okay. I realized I was about to I fuck it up. I, I, it's fine. I don't give a shit. Um, Agapian. And no, okay. That's I what actually what I was going to say. I was going to say Agapian. Couldn't care but less. But I've known you way too long to not I'm going to change it to just right. a mono. I'm just going to go you to mono. It could be mono. I could be mono. Because like there's like. There's no mono. There's no mono. I need to go to mono. There's a bono. There's a bono. God bless. Yes. There's a uh, sunny bono. Yeah. But there's no mono. And I feel like I feel like you could share it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm here for it because I also I don't care about that. Like even even when people call me Mano, I'm like I'm fine. That's but fine. I've just known you for too many years to yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, get that wrong. <laughs> I it's fine. I don't. I I even had someone on the phone say agaption because um, they like saw the I O N and they they agaption. Agaption. Ooh, that could that could be some things. Agaption. <laughs> it was in North Carolina, so okay, you know, I was like, <laughs> gotta give them some grace. Oh Lacey, it's so good to see you. Last time I was here, yeah, we were at a different studio, but we were just being like, this is weird, right? Like, we'll be fine. Just don't like hug. 
You remember that? Yeah, like, yeah. Just don't hug. It It'll was just fine. don't hug. But it, now they're like, don't be in the same room for 15 minutes. Breathing. <laughs> Oops. Right. <laughs> Oopsies. Oops. Dolly um, Parton, Moderna. I always remember, I rarely remember the first time I meet people, but I remember the first time that I met you. I was coming in for the UCB Diversity Scholarship <gasps> meeting. I love that. Interview. And um, I was kicked by an unhoused person, like right outside. Oh my God. The- yes. I remember this. I remember you come in being like, I'm sorry, I'm trying to focus, but this just happened. Yes, I was like, I ha- I have the shoe print on my leg. I wore, <laughs> what, I was, I don't know what I thought professionalism was. I used to wear suits to school, but I wore, I remember I wore like a suit to this interview. It's like, we're actors it. and comedians. And I was like, I got to put on my suit for this. It's so funny because I vaguely remember that, but I more so remember just like, just how, what an obvious in-person star you are. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, no, like, I remember exactly what she said because there was a black, there was a shoe print on my black pants. And um, <laughs> y'all were like, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm okay. Like, but I was like, I'm not missing this interview. Like, I juked him and I ran past him and I'm still here. And <laughs> you were like, all right, you passed the test. <laughs> Yes. Like, how bad do you want the scholarship? Yes. Will you fight someone outside on the course. street? Yeah, we, he was employed <laughs> and was by like, us <laughs> to, to bother the lovely recipients of a UCP diversity. How bad do you want a UCP diversity scholarship? Yeah, how badly do you want one class twice a year? <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh, that was our special little scam. Oh. Hey, it worked out for people, though. It worked out for some people. I mean, yeah, like the people like yourself who are just like undeniable stars. Oh, thank you. And I love... I. You as well. I love it. I love it. But it, this, the cult worked out for us. The cult worked out for us. We got in and out. We like uh, we we did what we had to do. Are we out? No. <laughs> like, I'm no. pretty sure we still, still doing shows at the I'm just Sipping blood every now and then. Right. I'm not like chugging blood. Right. Just a little bit. Just a, Right, just I a, give them a little bit of mine, just, just like a, a little, little bit, bit of bone in the teeth. Yes, but we always ask on this podcast, model, what is your relationship with scams? Have you been oh. scammed? Any new scams that yeah. you're like? Oh anything? man, everyone, everyone's getting scammed these days. Everyone's get. I, I, you know, it's funny when the last time I came on this podcast, I was like, scams are every here are here and there, mm. and now I think I've woke woken up. Uh, and now I'm like I miss woke that used to be a black people word and then the racists <laughs> took it from us they took it they took it like they took for shizzle I'll the never forgive that virus <laughs> they don't even virus. know what it means I know they're, isn't that funny they're more scared about the woke virus than the coronavirus <laughs> coronavirus um, so uh, I think I just realized it's so funny to me that I'm like oh this whole country is a scam Yeah, I, I mean that fully like, no this. it is and, and I love that like these stories are coming out like Supreme Court presidents <laughs> Like, when I found out that Clarence Thomas, someone tweeted, he gonna buy me Gucci if I ask for it. Yes. Uh, by Clarence Thomas. <laughs> He's a city girl. He was getting flued out. Yes. And I love that. Did you see Did you see that all of the Supreme Court justices unanimously voted to vote against there being a, a board that investigates the ethics of the Supreme of Court course. members. Why would you vote to have people investigate you? <laughs> I don't even know why they let them vote about that. That feels right. like not their decision to vote for. It's just like how we exactly. let the police investigate themselves. And they always like, we did an internal investigation. We we ain't do, we, we, were, we was fine. Turns out we're nice. <laughs> we're nice. We're, we're, good we're sweeties. Um, yeah, it's really crazy. So I just, I just blow my mind. I'm like, it's just, now it's like at that level of like, oh, even the thing that we 
put on a pedestal as like the utmost morale um is like absolutely not no they they out here getting flued out they're they're living it up and buying also, houses for moms mm-hmm. and even though harlan has like so much nazi gear he that's probably why he buys stuff for Clarence Thomas. He, he was like, how can I have a slave in 2023? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I gotta buy him. And then Jenny, Th- creepy Jenny Thomas. Yes. Oh, getting millions of dollars, right? She doing, she playing in our faces though. Like Jenny doesn't even care. I feel like <laughs> Jenny's like, yeah, I'm robbing y'all. What's up? And? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's doing it while she's like fluffing up her cravat, you know, her fucking D&G like, cravat. Jenny just got a cat that she just walks around stroking and she just does so much crying. Like, she is a super villain, and she, she loves it. Super evil. Yeah, nothing's moral. Yeah, scams are everywhere. Um, have I been scammed lately? I had a friend get scammed lately. Oh, no. Tell us about that. I gotta tell you snitch about it. Tay, Tay, I'm sorry. I'm sharing yeah. your scam. Um, and y'all snitch on your friends and family out there at scamgoddesspot at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is retired, because we don't want to fuck up your bag. But today, we want to hear about mono But this scam. is so people can educate themselves. Yes, yes. She put down... A, so, so, she looked at a place... Mm. And she was trying to get in, you know, rent a new place. And this person showed her the place in person twice. And she gave this person a deposit to rent the space and then found out it was a scam. So how did she find out it was a scam? So they showed her the place twice. Yes. And they didn't live there or? So it turns out it was on Airbnb. (gasps) So this man rented, if I understand correctly, used Airbnb to rent a place to yes. show to a person and then got a cap. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was like, I'll rent this place for, I don't know, 150 a day, but then I'll get that security deposit of 1200 Oh, my goodness. That Pretending- is such a good scam. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And then it's like, because it's an Airbnb, I guess you could try to contact the owners and then see who they rented to and then right. they try to track down the guy. But that feels like a lot. It's a lot. I mean, it's like how much can you do? And Airbnb don't help people. Because you know it's fuck Airbnb no. all day on this podcast. I fucking hate them. They're, they're racist as hell and yeah. they're evil. And they won't help you. No, 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 no. Because see, they're, they're only interested in helping the person who rented. So like even it, the scammer is now yeah. more protected than the person who got scammed. Oh, for sure. Because Airbnb's like, I feel like they would be like, I'm Bennett and I'm not in it because yeah. the what happened between the scammer and the renter was all above board. Mm-hmm. Now, what the, rent, the scammer did while he was up in there. I mean, the scammer could even say, like, this was a play. This was a theatrical play, an interactive experience. And yeah. they chose to give me $1,200. I told them to wear a mask when they come. I don't know why they didn't understand. <laughs> we were cosplaying. We were LARPing. We were uh, LARPing life. <laughs> we were LARPing. Right. Y'all ever play that board game life? I was doing the same shit. That's all. (laughs) Yeah. You know, millennials dream of owning property. So that's our new kink is like (laughs) pretending that we could ever own something. Fully. If he showed it twice, though, or she, whoever the scammer is, I wonder how many people were seeing the place. How many down payments were done? That's what I don't know. In this short span of time that they rented this place. This person could have made a huge bag. Yeah. That's what I don't know. And, you know, she then had to try to get the money back via her bank. And I don't know if how successful she was. I haven't followed up because she found a new place. God bless. Tay, love you. Um, but she just had to 
take a knee and take an L of like, oh yeah, I think that money's gone. Yeah, she took. Yeah, that's that's gone, gone. Which sucks because like that's a shit ton of money, right? Especially if it's a deposit, you're paying for usually two months rent. So yep. yeah, that's that's bad, y'all. I mean, I don't good. even know how you avoid a scam like that. I guess like when you're renting and stuff, and people are showing you places like. I mean, honestly, rentals agreement, like you can go print those up online. Yeah. So you could sign that and still give them the money. I guess this, the lesson here is like when you're going to see places that are being shown, go look on Airbnb to see if they're being rented out. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do the Zillow Trulia mm-hmm. cross check. You got to be like, wait, is this house for sale? What's happening? Because they also do that They sometimes. do that. Now, I've heard of that. Yeah. Where it's like a house that they don't they don't even got no business with it. And, yeah. And they're trying to rent it out. But it's for sale so they can tell. They can, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 too bad. I think there's a way yeah. to do some uh, deep diving, but. Exactly. Because this one sucks more because usually when the scam is run, people have you meet at like a Starbucks or something to fill out the rental paperwork. And they like are, oh, I'll give you the keys. But like mm-hmm. at this Dunkin' Donuts. And it's like, why can't we go to the actual apartment? Oh, don't worry. <laughs> It, don't worry about it. All of that. I need a coffee, so let's do it over there. America, run on Dunkin'. <laughs> so, so, so I, in that case, it's a little more obvious. But in this case, where they showed the physical property more than once, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to give it up to the scammer on that one. I couldn't even be really that mad because I'm like, damn, it's pretty. It's that was pretty very, bad. That was very ingenuity. It's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that, like, and also about the phone scammers now ingenuity. are getting cuter. Oh, yeah. They they can call you from a number that they've duped from a yes. legitimate business. Even when they text you scams now, like, I, I, I uh, you know, usually it's very obvious where it's like, great deal for you. I love have baby with me. Like, it's mm-hmm. like very obvious. But now I like I got texted by one the other day that was like really cute where it was like, sorry to bother. LOL. And I was like, oh, wait a second. Is this? Is this a real person? It's and then giving chat GPT. Yes. And that's terrifying. Yeah. Scammers are definitely using AI. And we're going to get into that. Let's, Let's talk. Let's talk. So, AI is the ultimate scam. Woo. But first, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. Scams. Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children. Yes, Whitney said they are our future, and don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher, okay? Which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning is an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. 
Finding the perfect t-shirt has always had me like Goldilocks, trying on shirts. This one's too hard. This one's too soft. And it fell apart because y'all know I got it from a cheap website. And this t-shirt from Skims is just right. From fit to quality, it is one of my, like, these are my favorite t-shirts. I have three different ones. Y'all know I love me an Onyx because I'm going to be wearing black all the time. Um, They have a cotton long sleeve jersey tee that I really like too because the material is so soft but when I put it in the washer she don't have a whole transformation or makeover it's not move that bus when I take it out she looks the way that she looked when I put her in and we know we cannot say that for all t-shirts okay so you can have staple t-shirts that you can mix and match and wear up or down maybe we're going to a fancy night out maybe we're going on a date maybe we're lounging around the house I love these shirts so much because I can do so many different things with them it's like I'm telling y'all skims they doing right over there I got on the underwear right now I can't give it up. I think they got me, y'all. I'm not even playing. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select Scam Goddess in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. Cons! And we're back. And you know... What's hot and fried? Those products are wonderful, by the way. Those <laughs> products are wonderful and I cherish them. Yeah, those are my favorite products. <laughs> so I'm talking about them. That's why I'm talking about them. Because they're so... Get, get them, y'all. Use my codes now. Y'all want this show to stay alive, not chap. Um, <laughs> but I was going to say, y'all, what's hot and fried today is oh my about... God. You know we have to pull up on our, our queen, Okay. He's our queen to be. Our queen to be. (laughs) George Santos. Okay. Um, George Santos was recently apprehended by the government. Mm -hmm. 13 counts. Yes. Which is just so sad because you really hate to see a criminal, you know, stopped in their prime. He's like, you feel like he had some evil plans. (laughs) Yeah. He could have done so much more evil. He was, he was ready to do some Cruella level shit, like skinning puppies. You know what I mean? Like something. Okay. Also, that's the first note. Gayer. Commit a gayer crime because he's he's doing some straight crimes right now. I don't know, but he's doing them in a in what gives with me a flair. A, yeah, what gives it's giving kind. It's like a, <laughs> it's a, it's a little homosexual. It's because it think about cunty. it. Bef- uh, at the White House correspondence dinner, um, he was not invited, mm-hmm. but he got on Twitter and was like, "Y'all, I heard they're gonna be talking about me at the White Horse co- or White House correspondence dinner, uh-huh. and I will definitely like stay tuned in this thread because I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna roast their outfits. I'm gonna talk about what everybody's wearing." <laughs> He literally was going to be the John Rivers of the White House correspondence. Sweetie, you could never. Because those sweaters sweetie, are beating your ass. If you're a toddler, how the hell are you going to read a book that's above your pay grade? Oh, yes. Like, you can't read? You can't read the dolls. George, you read it with your finger under every word. Like, <laughs> come on now. The library is closed and they never been open. <laughs> but he was, but he thought he could. He was like, I'm going to Did he ever do it? Did he ever say anything? I'm not sure. I only saw that one the, the threat. Yeah. Yes. So let's read off some of his charges. So federal prosecutors have charged Representative George Santos in New York with 13 counts of money laundering, stealing public money, mm-hmm. wire fraud, and making false statements to Congress. Mm. Work. <laughs> You better work, bitch. First of all, everybody lies at Congress. It's just make-believe. Like, it what do you mean? It is. People lie at Congress every day. It's like Game of, Game of Thrones bullshit. You can lie. Right. You, just, you can't get caught. Exactly. He got caught. He, he was messy. He was real messy. Messy boot. So, also, 
this kills me because that's what po- like that's what being a politician is. You lie to your constituents yeah. enough to get elected, and then you don't do anything that you said you were gonna do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's right along you there with them. Some skinny girl vodka. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you tell him, and then it just turns out to be real bad, shitty papa vodka. vodka but, yeah. But it's in a cute bottle. You got to do it in a nice way. I, I can't believe he got elected. Yes, he did. So here's an overview of the charges, right? So the yes. bulk of the charges are related to what prosecutors said was a 2022 scheme in which Mr. Santos solicited at least $50,000 in donations from political donors for a fake super PAC and then pocketed the money for personal experience, uh, expenses, luxury goods, yes. and designer clothing. Now, we're, we're, it's not giving luxury. The clothing is not giving designer. <laughs> where, where did he go? Down I don't, to Karen? Where right. I'm like, I feel like you should not be going to jail for a Banana Republic sweater. Bitch, for Club Monaco? Right. That Baby. shit is lumpy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, because he like took, he, he like, and I learned this through learning about him. Mm-hmm. You were supposed to take your money and put it in a separate account just for your campaign. Yes. And he was personally accepting the money. Yes. Tons of money. And I think if I'm not wrong, the minimum, the amount you can accept, if it's, if you're going to accept a donation personally, it has to be like under 3000 Yeah. And he was accepting 25 k and more. He absolutely was. Like, constantly. Yeah. And he was saying he had a super PAC. This was not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, he also, he had a charity, charity, that he ran where he had one event for it. Um, and the event was $50 a ticket. And he promised drinks, a live band, and donated raffle items. Except for, like, the actual charity, this New Jersey Animal Rescue Group. They never saw a coin. Okay, so that's like, who he was raising money for because I remember he's also been involved with another dog scam that was awful, <laughs> right? Remember the dog thing where, like, he, he like, pretended to get, raise money to reunite a dog with somebody? I need to do some research. But wow. this is just one veteran who was promised money for his dying dog. Okay. And then George Santos was like, actually, I'm going to keep the money. Yeah. You know, Oscar would be like, you keep the money. George is always like, I keep the money. <laughs> <Yes>. Mr. Kakashka. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a reverse Mr. Kakashka. It's like, I keep the money. It's a reverse Kakashka, folks. Um, sorry, know, keep going. Keep you all know what those are. So he was stealing this money, right? So as a part of the arraignment, prosecutors accused Mr. Santos of committing five counts of wire fraud when the candidate and unnamed political consultant he directed... <laughs> He directed, told potential donors in emails and text messages that their contributions would exclusively support the Republican campaign and pay for TV ads. So he was like, this is just for the Republicans, y'all. Right. And then no ads, right? No, it's just going to the grand old party. No, we're definitely going to get on TV. What what do y'all think an ad is? Because we put up an Instagram post and was like, be a Republican. (laughs) Technically, that's an ad. Yeah, okay. they're doing TV shows on Twitter now. So why, why, why my ad can't be on Insta? Like yeah. this if you want to, if you like, uh, right, hate, hating people. <laughs> Sponsored post by me for me for, <laughs> for me. America for America. Sponsored post by me for me for America by myself. Yes, I see. I, yeah, because if you boost it, then technically you pay for the ad. Like, come on now. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> prosecutors did not identify the limited uh, liability company, but said it was not legally a super PAC. Two donors ultimately transferred $25,000 to the company, and Mr. Santos then transferred that fund to his personal bank account. Woo! <laughs> and they have, like, proof that he was buying some shit, too. Mm-hmm. He was paying goods for himself, and he was paying off debts. So <sighs> American Express got a little bit of that, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Delta got some he... sky miles. What was he thinking? What the fuck was he thinking? I mean, what's the difference between him and Jenny Thomas? 
I mean, nothing. You know uh, what I mean? They just did it better for longer. Nothing. I mean, frankly, the difference, he looks better in drag than she does. Ooh! <laughs> and that's a read. And that's how you read. It's like right there. Woo! So Mr. Santos was also charged with three counts of money laundering in connection to donor solicitation schemes. Uh-huh. And prosecutors charged the congressman with two more counts of wire fraud and one count of stealing public money in connection to what they said was another scheme to obtain unemployment benefits from New York beginning in June 2020. Mr. Santos was earning $120,000 a year through employment at a Florida-based investment company, but prosecutors said he repeatedly told the state that he had been unemployed since March 2020. He collected more than $24,000 in benefits. Now, this is somebody you don't want to fuck with because the unemployment people, they don't Okay, we pay for unemployment, right? Yeah. We pay for it with our taxes. Yeah. And then when you actually need to use it, the girls are like holding the money so close to their chest. They're like, right. "What you, you actually unemployed? What you do? Tell us what you did. Because <laughs> yeah. if you got fired, then you can't have none of the money. Because that's it. Oh, did you did you quit? Because then you really can't have none of the money because you chose to be poor. Oh, no, the, oh, no fault of your own? Let us call them. Yeah. Hello. It, it is scary. It is scary. It's like a deal with the mafia. It is. It's like, I will give you this. But it's Ursula. Ursula rules. It's like, oh, I, I'm happy to help you. It's what I do, darling. It's what I live for. But there's there's an asterisk at the right, bottom. It's giving poor unfortunate soul. Yeah. They In don't need. They do not want to give it to you, even though we we give it away to them. And it's ours. It's literally supposed to be our safety net. So if you even if you don't steal from the unemployment people like uh, George did, they'll sometimes come back and call you and be like, hey, girl, we actually gave you too much money. And it's like, did you give me too much money or do you know I'm employed again? And now you like, oh, you got money. We want some of it back. Yeah. Hmm. It's a mess. That's a mess because I know, like, I remember, like, from the readings, like, that, like, his, obviously, the first red flag was raised when he was making, he mysteriously made, like, $750,000 this past year, right? right? And, of course, everyone was like, how did you make that money? Because that's your personal money, baby. That's not what you're supposed to have. He said, I started doing drag shows again. And the girls, <laughs> they were put the ones. They were throwing the ones. It was like, I do a really good version of Dream Girls. What can I say? Yeah. Um, speaking to exactly what you're talking about, the charges leave some tantalizing questions unanswered. For example, prosecutors say that he falsely certified that he earned that $750,000 yes. from the DeVolder organization. Yes. And that he had received between $1 million and $5 million in dividends from DeVolder. In their new release, prosecutors wrote, there are, those assertions were false. Mr. Santos had not received anything from the DeVolder organization that, like, anywhere near the reported amounts, salary or dividends. Uh-huh. So he was just lying about where the money was coming from. So he was stealing the money from campaign donations. And then he was like, actually, the DeVolder organization really had a great year. Yeah. And yeah. then DeVolder organization, what did he pretend the DeVolder organization did? Because... That was his. Th- I was, that's when he's like, I work for Wells Fargo. And Wells Fargo was like, no, you don't, babe. Hey, babes, um, we don't know you. Right. Because he, he claimed to work at a bunch of different places where he was like, never been here. You've never worked here. Like, we don't know you. And yeah, he would constantly say that he worked places that he didn't. That was a very... Including Spider-Man. Remember he said he was a producer on the Spider-Man musical? I 
do not remember that one. Yep. He said he was a producer on the spot, which, which why would you claim that one? Because that's where the girls was dying, right? And falling out the sky. <laughs> that is definitely the show where they was falling girls. out the sky. Why would you be like, yeah, I, I produced I that. think he thought that like, he thought, he thought that like that, that, that like musical failed, of course. Yeah. And he was like, since that business has closed shop, I can say I'm a producer and no one will really follow up. And also, nobody's really proud of that. So I feel like right. people aren't going to be like, no, he wasn't. I was a producer. It's like, I feel like everyone. <laughs> that's so true. That's very embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. Yes. So he can get away with that kind of that's like That's like saying you graduated magna cum laude from Trump U. You know what right. I mean? Like, who's going to call you who's on gonna, that? Who's going to check me, boo? No one wants to be like, <laughs> I was a dean at Trump U when we were stealing from everybody. Like, nobody's going <laughs> to. No one's going to say that. <laughs> so That's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. So, um. He had a company called Red Straight Strategies USA, uh-huh. and then it was owned by the parent company, Devolder Organizations. George was the sole manager and operator of Devolder, and he said that he made money by brokering luxury purchases for wealthy clients, mm. such as like a $20 million yacht. Mm. Because if you think about it, like, I don't know how to buy a yacht. Me I don't either. know who you call for a yacht. Right. You like, get a broker? Yeah. When you, make, when you start making like a lot of money... Ugh. There are so many barriers to entry, even if you like, let's say you won the lottery tomorrow and you make $10 million. Mm-hmm. You still don't know how to spend that like a rich person. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many liaisons that you got to like call or like, yes. you know what I mean? And rich people pay people to make their life easier yeah. all the time. So it's like I could, I could, I brokers are smart. That, that's, that's one of his smarter lies because brokers are just like, yeah, my, my job is basically I'm a glorified assistant. Not to shit on brokers. Uh, look, I'm not shitting on brokers. It's just that you can't, it's so hard to chat, fact check that. Right. Like that's a harder one to fact check because it's like, okay, where's your office? I work from home. I yeah. just be on my cell phone brokering. Yeah. And I just get a percentage of this sale, which I don't have the Who paperwork to. Who are some of your to. clients? Yeah. Well, that's really private because they like privacy. Also, you can always say the royal family of Abu Dhabi. Right. It, it'll, it always works. Pick any of those. Saudi they Arabia. They have so much money. Do you know the royal family of Saudi Arabia is worth a trillion dollars? That's wild. I got to marry in. I know. I was just, I was thinking the exact same thing. I know you some were. Cousins or some <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. I, mean. I need to slide. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. I don't. I don't think I fit into the uh, religious uh, the Abu Dhabi vibes though. Okay. Here's our like here's the movie pitch. I'm gonna write. They wouldn't for like you. me over there. You don't think you don't think they would live? I think I'd be cursing too much. I yeah. think, like, I don't here's a movie starring uh, Miss Miss Diva Lacey mostly. Um, it's called The Shakedowns. You know, shake spelled shake. And it is about, mm. it's a reverse coming to America. You, <laughs> you, we, we sell you as a North African queen going to try to marry a rich prince of Abu Dhabi. Yes. And you're, and then, and then you what fall if, in love. What if I was a queen someplace in America? We just pretend that love. We, we have monarchy now. Love. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like a... I don't know, Newfoundland, Canadian province. I don't know. I mean, we just throw words together, okay? <laughs> yeah. We got this, okay? Right. <laughs> this is just a little known fact about America. just history. a royal family. You could be from one of those goofy rich families. Ooh, like the, um, I could just do a lot of British accent and then... Yes! I go to Pie City and get one of them goofy hats. Because <laughs> <laughs> they look goofy as fuck. Did you see Prince yes. Charles and, and Camilla? I sure did. Honey, boot. They need to put boot. those shows... They need to put them pictures back in black and white because... The, in color, HD, 4K, uh, goofy no. as hell. I mean, when the clothes wear you, Oof. the clothes are wearing them, they look like Muppets. They look bad. <laughs> 
They look crazy. Like you supposed to, I'm supposed to look up to this. Yeah. This can you believe imperialism is out? Right. It is so out this season. It took so long to get here, but I, we finally are reaching it. Poor Will and Kate, because we ain't going to give a fuck about y'all either. Did you hear someone was, like, some people, even celebrities, were there in incognito at the coronation? That's another scam for you to investigate. Honestly, I'm not mad at that. Because yeah. they, they're like, look, I want to keep going to the royal parties and shit, but I can't have nobody knowing I'm here. <laughs> Katy Perry, old Rick Caruso, loving ass was she there. She care. She's such a loser. I'm not a fan at all. Such a loser. Basic. I don't know what happened. We all were like, I kissed a girl. This is so cute. And then at some point she got like a, a bob and, and started Mm-mm. hanging out with Amigos and, and it was terrible. She's the Dr. Thunder of pop stars. <laughs> she is bootleg. I am not a fan. And look uh, at her fit. Terrible. Do you remember also Lady Gaga, this this clip of Lady Gaga reading her years ago resurfaced. Ew. Yes. Um, where she, where they were like, oh, like, what do you think of like, I don't know, Katy Perry? And all Lady Gaga said was, She's never kissed a girl. And I was like, T. Like, that's the T. Like, right? It's like, it's like you just know, like, no, you haven't. No. No, you haven't. But then after that, she did start publicly kissing women. Oh, she did? Yeah. It's a few photos of her at award shows mostly kissing on women. Okay. Just and like a little peck at an award show. Throwing pizza at the gays. You see that video of her throwing slices? I can't with her. I can't with yeah. her. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> pizzas at the gays is such a sentence. Yeah, we gotta get Katy Perry the fuck up out of here. Once and for all. Hate that bitch. Anyways. Bye, bitch. <laughs> but back to George Santos. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so the, everything that we've told you, they, they have all these counts. He's been arrested. He's been apprehended by the wow. F, the B, and the I. Wow. So, you know, we're gonna see if he's going to Club Fed. Wow, what is going to happen? Who who of his rich friends is going to bail his ass out? Right. And then how long can he be in Congress whilst in jail? That's a good question. Yeah, right? Because can he can can he still vote? I know McCarthy wants his vote. So, so uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look, Diane Feinstein getting weekended Bernie's, you know, like she we ain't seen her ass in for years. Yes. And she still holds her seat. So Yes. And people vote for each other on the floor sometimes. Yeah. Have you seen that? Like I feel people? like he could collect call. Like oh, you're, yeah. <laughs> would you like to <laughs> yeah. accept the charges on C SPAN? <laughs> oh my god, ten, ten, three, two. One. Um, do you remember that you're too young for that? I think what there was an that? era of like these collect call scams where they were like all like these 10 10 numbers. Mm. Um, I wasn't there for that, but I'm sure there are members in the congregation who were, so they're gonna yeah. appreciate that. Uh huh. Well, we're gonna keep you guys updated on what's going on with George, uh, friend of the show. <laughs> Friend of the show. I mean, when is he going to be a Drag Race guest judge? That's what oh, I want to know. Oh, that be would funny. be amazing. That would be good. Okay, and, okay, okay. I, Shantae, I, I, you stay Shantae. in prison. <laughs> G-O-P, she better don't. Um, I'm wondering, okay, so like, are there queer conservatives out there? Well, first of all, queer conservatives, like, Burn in hell. What an oxymoron. Like, what are y'all doing? What are you doing? That was like, I remember exactly when it started. They came out. <laughs> they came out again. Yeah. Um, which is when, like, gay marriage was legalized. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started to see a lot of, like, cis, you know, white mm-hmm. gay men be like, Same. all right, bye, y'all. And close the door. Like, we got close what we door. needed. Tax purposes. They see y'all. Climb the ladder and pull it up. That is... Yeah. <laughs> That's the tactic. I Y'all stay know. being born that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Good luck. Good luck. I don't know what to tell you. If you're a queer conservative, honestly, hit me up. I just I just want to talk. I just want to understand. I mean, I think some people have realized that, like, you only get one life, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know what happens afterwards. Mm-hmm. And if there's a way to grift and get as much as like as possible, then why not? Because Candace Owens used to be a Democrat. And then she mm-hmm. realized there were too many black women, you know, who are smart saying all the same shit. And you can't really make waves like that because like, yeah, everybody. Yeah, duh. like you're speaking the truth. So if I yeah. come out and be like the craziest like raccoon um, and I'm a black woman, <laughs> the, like I'm going to get hate retweets. Like the girls are going to give me money. The, 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 the racist will let me be a prop for them. Mm-hmm. Like, look. Look at our black. We're not yeah. racist. The system really breaks you. Yeah. How many of the, I think there's like two or three of the black pundits on Fox News, do you think know they're playing a part? Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, do you think they like, they turn, the mic turns off and they're like, fuck, it's a, it's a paycheck. Or do you think they believe it? I think it's, I think it's in between because I think they believe uh-huh. in making money and they believe in yeah. like taking care of their family and they believe in having yep. a comfortable lifestyle. Do I think they believe the shit that they're saying? Absolutely not. Yeah. I think they think their fans are idiots and that they're like, oh, we're just going to get these dumbasses, whatever, and they're going to lap it up. And I mean, they're not wrong because yeah. like... Like, some people just don't want to read. They don't want to do the work of research. Like, I literally read a tweet yesterday night, I kid you not, in a thread of people fighting. I don't fight on Twitter, but I love to watch people fight. And someone was like, you don't have, like, context clues. Like, you are not using, like, any kind of discernment when you're responding in the tweet. And the person was like, what? Because I didn't read the tweet or the four tweets underneath it, I can't comment? (laughs) It's like, yes! It's like, yeah, that's... You didn't read nothing. (laughs) Yeah, you should read it. I mean, especially if you want to stay on your high horse. I've never seen that. Someone who's like, I I was uneducated and I would like to keep my I high wanna, moral ground. I should have bookmarked it. I wanted to retweet it so fucking bad because yeah. it is literally like the cornerstone of conservative media. They're like, that's I don't funny. know what's going on, but I still got opinions. Right. And so I feel like that's a perfect way to do that's news. That's funny. Don't gatekeep my tweeting. Don't you dare gatekeep my subtweeting. Like, I remember when the Republican Party used to just be about like wanting to stay rich. So I feel bad for the greedies who just wanted to be greedy. It is and, different. And now it's very like goofy and silly it is different it's like a, a Walt. I, I was gonna say Walt Disney World but I can't because now that's like this bastion of liberal which is it's is not it? but as I'm saying it's like now in the Ron DeSantis world it's like right they, they've now like they have this like high moral ground which is like no they're so we work in entertainment we love the mouse we love look we love the mouse we love the diva okay um, I, can't think, I can't think of anybody I love more than the mouse okay. honestly they it's like the mouse thank god they uplift our inclusive voices and we would love to be a part of their inclusive production. Yes, whenever the mouse wants to hire us. Um, but <laughs> and I'll wrap it up with this thought, but I think that, like, to answer your question, like, conservative pundits, like, honestly have the easiest job in the world because they don't yeah. even have to have no facts. You don't even have to do no research. Like, like, your journalism can literally just be, like, whatever you thought of, like, yeah. that day. Yeah, they're just playing a part. They're just acting. They're acting. Wait, promise me you won't do it, Lacey. Promise me. You, Lacey, saw, the, you saw the light in my eye. I huh? saw the fucking <laughs> glimmer in your eye. As soon as I said playing a part, you said, but wait, I'm a thespian. <laughs> Don't. It's going to be hard to delete all these hours of pod truth you've created. And I'll be like, that was, I was put up by. Uh, That's funny. <laughs> 
I was held hostage by Team Coco into liberalism. Yes. The woke mafia made me do it. The woke, yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> listen, y'all don't understand how dangerous the woke mafia is, but George Santos does, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, but y'all pray for him, okay? Um, <laughs> we're praying that we can break him out, you know what I mean? So yes. that he can get back to uh, robbing everybody. Yes, and become the next great Disney villain. <laughs> We need that. We need it. All right. Another quick break for some non-scam advertisements. <laughs> Robbery! Back in the 90s, Pepsi and Coca-Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, Comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Like, who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize? When they launched their Pepsi points system, they never imagined somebody might try to actually snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly, Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow the big flop wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white, like cream. And I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess and fraud and we are back and we're just gonna keep it in the thread of like government fraud yeah you know, why not uh, there's so much the government is literally our bully daddy government is holding us hostage and taking our money I mean y'all talk about Jerry okay, okay I'm sorry are you talking about a specific thing because I could just pop off so I, well, I'm talking about Garrison Kenneth Courtney who's a former Ooh, US do? government official who served as the chief of public affairs for the drug enforcement administration the DEA okay from 2005 to 2000 2009. For four years, he also pretended to be a spy working at the CIA to scam nearly $4.5 million from secret contracts and undercover jobs. Okay, okay, tell me more. So he was at the DEA. Yes. And then... And we know the DEA, like, they be running weight. Like, the DEA sells drugs, y'all. Yeah. If they hear that, I never said that. Yeah. (laughs) The FBI coming in here? The FBI? then he was... Uh, outright working for the CIA or no, pretend- he undercover. Pretended. 
he pretended to work for the CIA. Yes, he was like flashing his DA badge real fast. Got it. Pretending. And then doing what with that information connection? Okay. He saw Mr. and Mrs. Smith and said, I-, I need to get a part of this. I need to be involved. <laughs> he so, thought he was Brangelina? He thought he was He thought he was both of them. He thought, <laughs> <laughs> and look at this man. Look at his face. Oh, no. This, no. No, no, no. Not this Honestly, white chocolate this pumpkin. this is the face of a spy because I'm looking at this man and I still never seen him before in my life. No, I don't like it. The most forgettable face I've ever seen. It's, he kind of looks like Michael Myers, but like um, <laughs> the mask, like the Michael Myers mask. But oh, I mean, no. he look like a mask. He looks like a mask. Oh, I don't like it. Um, I feel like he's staring at me, too. Like, it's given, like, if Mona Lisa was, like, I don't ugh. know, the devil. Because, like, ugh. I'm moving around the room and the eyes are following me. This is loaded, but you know... You know he's put his hand on a lady's lap before she at like, but with no welcome. Oh, you know he's at a crowded bar, and every time he scoots past the lady, yes, they're putting that hand in the spot, like the that small, little small little bit. Small. He lived for the small little bit. He is a. He is a. Ooh, he is trying. He's massaging that small. Oh yes. A, he's like a a linebacker touching that small. When he's like, you don't need to. This is a big bar. <laughs> you don't need to touch my small. Right. I'm sitting in the chair. How are you still touching my small? <laughs> Get away from my small, sir. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he doing that. He rubbing on that. Wow. So, okay, so he was using that connection to yeah. do what? So he grew up in a... We'll get a little backstory okay. on it. He grew up in a military like family um, in Great Falls, Montana, with his father in the Air Force. As a teen, Garrison worked as a student aide, excelled on the debate team, played in the jazz band, served on the yearbook staff, competed on the drama team, Team and was named student body president. Oh my God, Mona, like this is so close to my high school. You're kidding. Like life, except for ja- replace jazz with improv, which aren't they the same thing? People yes. like don't really like they're to listen same. to them. No, they're both made up on the spot. <laughs> on the spot. Nobody knows why. they. People still like it. <laughs> right. And everyone's embarrassed to say they do it. Right. be bop. We're just going bop, 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 joke. That's literally beep, what we're beep, doing. Beep, beep, character. That's what we're doing. Okay, so, okay, well, you were a student body president? Yeah, and Work. class president. I feel Work. very nervous right now because I feel like I should also pretend to be a spy because this is given, like, I could really excel at this. Yeah, you'd be very good at this, unfortunately. I think so. Yeah. Because, like, also, everything about this gives me, like, you can lie on the spot. Jazz, that means you was doing skibbity boo bop lies. Skibbity bop bop. Dishonesty. Dishonesty. Deception. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he he knows how to do that, and then he was student body president. So yeah, he he's gonna get involved in government. He knows how to quell the girl's favor. Yeah, I, I see all of that. And once you're at the top, you see like how how artificial the whole system mm-hmm. is. You're like, oh, this is all made up. Oh, let's all game it. Yeah, yeah. Everything is made up. We just didn't get here early enough to take part in that. <sighs> Truly. Like I just if, if I was an old white dude in 1776, bruh, been right. living it up with my wooden teeth. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Because from the bottom, it looks like a, a skyscraper. But then when you get to the top, you're mm-hmm. like, this is a Jenga tower. Yeah. Like, this is made up. This could fall at any moment. Yes. I was going to say, it's just as fragile. That is so, you've been coming with these metaphors. I live for a metaphor. Yes. So after a brief stint as a weatherman, oh, yeah, he, he was supposed to be a criminal. Garrison took a turn <laughs> in his career and took jobs as weatherman. a Sorry, I'm sorry. That really took me out. Keep going. Because, bitch, what? Weathermen are scared. It was like a storm front coming through. It was just uh-huh. you and your lies. It's going to be wet or dry. <laughs> Call me. Call me on it. Call me on it. Yeah, what, what? 
Call me. The weatherman is wrong. I love that the weatherman can be wrong so much and we'll never like fire the weatherman. Right. We're never like mad at the weatherman. No. Like we when, don't count on them really. We really don't. And I remember like all the, I lived in Florida mm-hmm. uh, and all the hurricanes and hurricane season, like obviously there were some that were very horrible and yeah. like really um, ruined people's lives. But there's so many hurricanes in Florida that part of the reason why people like don't evacuate, it, 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 like if it's not like economical reasons, is because the weatherman be saying every hurricane about to be that girl. Mm-hmm. Like the weatherman gets at everyone. They're like, it's this one blowing in fast. And it's this, the one. Yeah. Stay tuned and don't untune because <laughs> you, you <laughs> need the ratings be, yeah it's ratings is number one and then it's also like because people will forgive if you're not right but people will not forgive if you're not right does that make sense yeah because if you didn't warn, okay, if nothing happens, you're like, well, at least I knew. But if something does happen, they'd be like, pissed. I tried to tell you. Exactly. You know? And they would always just come back on and be like, okay, y'all, it's slowing down in the ocean. But it felt like they were disappointed. Yeah. Like they would be like, it's, it's, okay, it's a category two now. Yeah. All right, it's just looking like a rainstorm. And I'm like, why yeah. are you sad about that? Yeah, they're upset. <laughs> Also, doctors. We'll talk about this later. Oh, yes. So, we could change it forever. We could it forever. And I know y'all don't like that anymore, so whatever. Anyways, <laughs> um, I'm being passive-aggressive to my audience. <laughs> I love this. So, he was a weatherman for a little bit. It was giving the girls the cold fronts and the warm fronts, right? Mm-hmm. And so then he took a turn in his career and took jobs as public, like a public affairs officer for the U.S. Immigrant and Naturalization Service, the INS, and later a communications Damn. staffer for Florida Republican Representative Catherine Harris. So he went to the INS, which is terrible, terrible, terrible organization. Awful. Awful, this man awful, is evil awful. as fuck. He was like, how many evil jobs can I do? The, way, like, <laughs> the weatherman was only the really this good one. This evil CV is stacked. <laughs> okay, you get on Indeed.com and you search for evil jobs. Oh, he gets it. Evil He's taking jobs. it. Um, I, uh, and you're like, imagine being in the waiting room for an evil job and you see him. You're like, fuck, God damn it. This guy's damn got it. a lot of expertise. And I really wanted to work at Halliburton. <laughs> Shit. I just leave. I would just get up and leave. Yeah. So he quit in 2005 when he, because he was working for the uh, Republican representative, Catherine Harris. But he left Kathleen's ass, or Catherine's ass. Catherine, why can't I say? I've been saying Catherine, which is a combination of... I do like of, Catherine. <laughs> it's Catherine. He left Catherine ass in 2005 to become a spokesman for the DEA before leaving again in 2009 and working as a producer at TMZ for a year. Damn. Wow. Wow. This resume. The evil is off the charts, bro. This resume is amazing. Wow. Honestly, oh bow down. Jafar, bow down. Bow down. Yeah, this man is, is a really impressive evil. Dick Cheney is shaking. <laughs> <laughs> Wake it up. That's right, Rachel Dolezal. You ain't nothing. You ain't been shit. <laughs> Damn. Okay, I see you. Yeah. We see you, Garrison. <laughs> So in 2010, Garrison found his true path with consulting firm, with a consulting firm, Optimized Performance, right? Which initially took on clients working as contractors for the United States government in the fields like security and mm-hmm. technology. So they, again, contractors, because remember, uh, Santos was saying he was contracting. Right, brokering. it's another good job yeah. that you can kind of say you do anything. Yeah, he was like, bye, bye, sell, sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, I was kind of involved in this house. I kind of wasn't. We'll yeah. see. I love that. Yeah. Like a non-committal yeah, uh, yeah. job. Yeah. 
So, but just two years later, Garrison was approached by tech executives at more than a dozen defense companies with a different mission. See, that evil ass resume got out there. People started talking about his evil resume. Mm -hmm. And then the defense companies, which are evil as fuck, were like, oh, we got to get a hold of him. Got it. We got to get him. Whatever. Top dollar. Whatever he wants. A defense headhunter was like, oh my God, TMZ, DEA. (laughs) And I am going to clarify, he approached them. but, But I feel like they were like, come on in. And what do you want? Yeah. It's so fascinating. God, it's like, God, I don't, it's like, okay, we'll keep going, keep going, because I'm just blown away by the people who know how to infiltrate these systems of power. Because I wouldn't even think to even find the DEA or like the defense. I don't know how to, I Google them. I don't know where they are. So he told executives that he was a part of a top secret task force called Alpha 214. (laughs) I'm sorry. That just sounds like a Voltron. You know what I mean? It sounds like a... B613. Yeah, exactly. It's like a Marvel movie potion. I love it. Yeah. And I feel like they would be goofy, though. I feel like if you're in the CIA, you want to be a little goofy. Because it's like... You, you know, you get to murder people. You know, Project Valerian, you know, just oh, yeah. go oh, that for sounds it. Real yeah. Good. So it's called Alpha 214, or if you really know, First Net. <laughs> Garrison told these people that this task force had been established by high-ranking government officials going up as far as the president. Wow. Who was the president in yeah, what, what year was it? 2010? Obama's. Oh. Yeah. That's yes, interesting. It was Obama. So, the, uh, so he said Obama was a part of Alpha 214? That's funny. That's and again, it's just like unchecked. If you just like <laughs> say stuff, sometimes people like don't follow up. Like you say you can go to any university in the world. Like. Trump you, God bless. Right, because people do not want to do research anymore. Yeah. We've gotten lazier and lazier as we've gotten more inundated with information. Yeah. Remember, people, people used to have like encyclopedias that have to open like a thick ass book up mm-hmm. to answer one question. Mm-hmm. And now we have a full Google and we'd be like, I ain't looking it up. Work. So in order for him to personally carry out secret operations, he needed a plausible civilian job with a paycheck to look legit, something they could prove. This man went and watched Scandal and was like, I'm going to be... <laughs> I'm going to be Olivia Pope daddy and I'm going to polish bones during the day and I'm going to do murders at night. Wowzers. So to really seal up a scam, everyone had to sign NDAs forbidding any kind of discussion of the task force, their supposed activities, or even Garrison's name. Love that because NDAs are not ironclad. No, they don't hold up in court at all. At all. Yeah. And if you're in a government organization, I feel like it's deeper than an NDA. Like, it would be security clearance, biometrics. They take a picture of your booty hole. And yes, then, like, collateral. Yeah, and then they'll kill you if you if you say something. I don't think, right. <laughs> I don't think they need NDAs because they're like, no, murder. They just kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead yeah. men tell no tales. Yeah. We'll neutralize the threat. Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> so, ooh. <laughs> just saying. So, just saying. Just saying. So, on the other side of the scam, Garrison persuaded real U.S. government officials that they had been chosen to be a part of Alpha 214, or FirstNet, and gave them real-sounding but fake talking points to legitimize the meetings he arranged with the targeted companies. So, at one point, he even convinced two private citizens that they had been selected to participate in the covert program and had them pose as Pentagon officials <laughs> and CIA officers in meetings. Wait, wait, wait. He guys- hired people? No. Yes. That he is a covert operation. <gasps> yes. To say they're from the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yes. 
Wow. So now he's putting on a theatrical production. He is. This is where the theater comes in. Yeah. Eventually, he won a position as a private contractor at the National Institute of Health and Information Technology Acquisition and Assessment Center. That's a lot of things that I don't know what y'all mean y'all do. Yeah, that, 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 those are a bunch of fake words that yeah, just sound good a bunch next of to words each other. That Assessment. Yeah, other, otherwise known as the NITAAC. <laughs> so Garrison told the NITAAC officials that the CIA specifically chose the agency to handle contracts for the secret task force and thus was given the power to direct contracts to the company employing him as part of his CIA cover. So he was like, I'm in the CIA. Uh, give me this job. And then send me the check. Yeah, and send me the check because we need the paper trail. Yeah. Uh, because that, you know, legitimacy. Mm-hmm. Y'all get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, Just take my W-2. <laughs> <laughs> it is really funny that, like, that he convinced them, like, that's like, it's like a sketchy club promoter. Right. Like, send me the check. Don't send it to talent. Send it to me. Send it to me. It's like weird. <laughs> no, I'm going to get it to them. I'm going to get, yeah, yeah. get it to them. Yeah. So with the loop, I cannot believe this. Yeah. So with the loop closed and himself in the position that he saw, Garrison needed his own cover. So and so claimed that he was a Gulf War veteran and was once almost poisoned with ricin by a hostile foreign intelligence service. Ricin is an extremely toxic substance often used in uh, assassination attempts. Like and he, if you he see claimed. People, Mm-hmm. Okay, keep going. Yeah, yeah. You see, like, people. have you seen people in like movies where like the spy like will click out a tooth and then yeah. they'll just they'll start foaming at the mouth? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. Like they did it. I think they do it in Breaking Bad too. At yeah. some point, they reference. They do. He yeah. makes it. Walter White yeah. like cooks up his own rice and at the, at the cribbo. Yeah, and does a poison. Yeah, does a little poison to somebody. So this is all from TV. Like this man. Yeah, literally just watched like Breaking Bad, Scandal. Yeah. He like had them all on different uh, televisions, watching yeah. them at once. <laughs> That's a lot of work. This this at this point, I'm sorry. This gentleman, as straight as he looks, he's a theater queen. This, he is. Yeah. Truly. Yeah, he's really put this production. This is a performance. Yeah. Okay. He's gonna be this at the e- curtain cow. This is an equity. <laughs> yes. This is an equity performance. <laughs> so at work, he told company officials they were under surveillance by foreign intelligence agencies and needed to lock down their social media, switch up their commutes, and start carrying guns. He's, wow. If I, if someone is surveilling you, I feel like telling you to like take your Facebook down is like not enough. Yes. Like surveillance no. for real for real means like they're in your computer, they're in your yeah. phone. They're not like looking at your status update like we got them. <laughs> that is so fucked up. He like, was then controlling that part of their life. Yes. And told them to carry guns and made them like very paranoid. But also, I don't know why anybody didn't realize like this is just not how spying works. Like. Wow. Like, the girls are putting balloons in the sky. They're not, like, looking at your MySpace and seeing when your top eight changes. Like, that's not the (laughs) info they want. That is, I just can't believe the amount of work. This man didn't, this man had no social life. No. He was bored. Like. This was exciting for him. Because I can't imagine being able to do anything else. 2008, don't you want to go watch Age of Ultron in the theater (laughs) or something? I don't know. Weren't you also watching American Idol? You didn't want to see Yeah. She bangs? Yeah. <laughs> so, in fall of 2012, a contractor friend of Garrison involved him in a business plan for a cybersecurity startup focused on national security. So, Garrison wanted to introduce the contractor to Curtin Windsor Jr., a former U.S. ambassador to Costa Rica, whom Garrison claimed to know from being in the Freemasons together, which the Freemasons is a secret society. Sure. Also, another great lie to tell because, like, who gonna check? Who gonna How check? How do you check if you're a Freemason? Who gonna check me, boo? I'm like, I'm a 38th degree Freemason. How you, who, hey, it's a secret society. Yeah. 
Have you done an episode on? You must have done episodes on Freemasons. I haven't yet. Wow, because I, I don't like it's, it's something I don't fully understand. I, my grandpa was one, but I yeah. don't. I don't understand it at all either. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love secret societies, though. Costumes, meeting in the dark. Mm-hmm. Let's crests. Oh, the crests are fierce. Ooh, the crests are really giving. Yeah. So. Curtin was selling his family business and had a lot of money to burn and wanted to put one million into the startup. So now Garrison is trying to do a startup, right? So he's targeted this rich person, Curtin Windsor Jr. Curtin Windsor Jr., who was selling the family company. Fake. That's that's your fake queen name when we when we write the shakedown. That's yes. your <laughs> it's Curtin Windsor Jr. Yes. So all Garrison needed to help with the appro- was like the appropriate paperwork, a social security number, personal info, other details, you know, just stuff that you need from people. So the negotiation process of sending the money were fraught with delays and the contractor's sole method of communication with Curtin was via Gmail. <laughs> okay. I mean, if he really wanted Work. to like pull the curtain, he should have been Yahoo. Yeah. Because <laughs> we know nothing serious happens on Yahoo. That's a very yeah. unserious email. You go to Sephora, they're like, give us your email. Yahoo. Is, mm. that, is that your one? Yes. Mine's a Mac. The the one that's my unserious one. It's oh, like, wow. That's a throwback. It's just old. Yeah. It's just like my old one. And like, I feel like that's what Yahoo's traffic is. It's just like, they're like, we're getting tons of emails a day. And it's like spam. Like we're all sending our spam there. Yep. So when the contractor finally contacted Curtin directly out of frustration, it turns out he had no idea who the contractor was. And Garrison had even been kicked out of the Freemasons years prior. So Garrison and the contractor are emailing back and forth. And there's like tons of delays in the process. And Curtin's sole method of communication with Curtin was via his G email account. Uh-huh. So uh, normally when you have like a huge family business and you're selling it and you're yeah. donating millions of dollars, you probably have like a proper work email or something <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But um the, an at org. An at org but, or something. But the contractor was emailing Kurt and um Kurt's mm. Yahoo, you know, his, yeah. his Gmail. <laughs> which we know is where we just put spam. Send you know? your yeah you send your yeah, sign up for Yahoo. Right. Grubhub. Your yeah, all Yahoo. that stuff. Yes. All those things. So <laughs> Unless Grubhub is sponsoring this podcast, which is then which, it's okay. wonderful. Oh, they actually might. <laughs> we Got love it. them. No, we put them, on, we put them on a main email. <laughs> so um, the negotiation process and sending money was fraught with delays. And when the contractor finally contacted Curtin, Curtin, the rich person, right? Out of uh-huh. frustration because these Gmail emails are slow as hell. It turns out that... He, Curtin, didn't have any idea who the contractor was and that Garrison had been kicked out of the Freemasons years prior. So I guess he didn't lie about being a Freemason, but they kicked his ass out. What what do you have to do to get kicked out of being a Freemason? Great question. Uh, like he was late to too many meetings. Yeah, he wasn't in the right uniform. That would be funny if they were they, like they were like you can do whatever you want. You can do crimes. We just hate late people. We just hate tardiness. It just really holds up the whole secret society. <laughs> we don't have a lot of time. And to then talk you come secrets. in. We come in. You're like, what are we talking about? It's like if you're going to be late, at least come in and like zip it. Yeah, you're like 45 minutes late, and then you're still eating the donuts. You never bring donuts. Oh my god, I can't. And like you can't be late and show up with coffee. You know what I'm saying? Right, because we know you ain't a stop. Exactly. 
<laughs> yeah, being late and showing up with coffee is very egregious. Such a move. And I love it. That's kind of power <laughs> behavior I love. So Garrison is just lying about knowing Curtin. He knew the contractor and was like, oh, I got a rich person that's going to invest. But then, obviously, this was all a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the contractor confronted Garrison and then went to the police with his findings, who took little action as no money was actually exchanged. Yeah, the police don't really like to be taking actions. <laughs> yeah, it's not for them. Uh, like, kind of like just driving around the block. And they're like, call us, they're like, oh, you feel like you're in danger? Well, call us when a danger happened, like after it happened. Yes. Yeah. And, and then also call if you would like to be roughed up by uh, the yeah. people who are supposed to protect and serve you. We're yeah. happy. We're happy to do it. Call us to help you and then we'll beat your ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> so, over the, it's like a, ooh, they're like a professional fight club. I, I'm telling they're, they're the hitman that I pay. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? A lot. We paid the hitman a lot of money. I just feel like if I can't get reparations as a black person, I should at least not have to pay taxes. Because I'm be paying the hitman. Yes, you should be able to uncheck uncheck a box. At least let me uncheck the police. Yes, that's in what LA, I'm saying. Because in LA, that would be a real savings. Because yes. they get like 54% of our budget. So fucking much. Yeah, they're driving like Teslas now. Like for real, for real. I can't. I'll throw yeah. it. So I, I would just love to not have to pay my hitman and, and he driving luxury vehicles mm-hmm. and, and not coming to help when I call. <laughs> so, so the police were like, D- don't get somebody else to do it. And over the next year and a half, the contractor attempted to contact officials at the companies Garrison worked for to warn them that he's not in the damn CIA. Yes. So eventually he got in contact with a, ret- a retired general and executive at Blue Canopy. This is Mike Lee. But despite Mike being highly decorated and well-respected within the military community, he didn't believe the contractor. So Mike was like, wow. I, I'm standing beside Garrison. I'm 10 toes down. We're doing a secret mission tonight at an airplane hangar. I can't. Yeah. Why do all of these men look like condors? Like Because when you look like this, you gotta get some power. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, T. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, fuck, well. Because nobody wanna talk to you. Looks are out the window. So ultimate power. Yeah. And I mean I will say, like, it looks are everything, obviously. Like if you have a personality, but these people don't be having personalities. No. So no, the no. only way they can get people to have lunch with them is to like be rich murderers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's the plan. And then it's like, I'll go to Ruth Chris with you. Like, yeah, let's talk about how we're going to screw over the American people. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So while the contractor is over here trying to snitch to everybody and everybody's like, we don't care. Mm -hmm. uh, Garrison had gotten divorced, defaulted on his mortgage and car loan and was eventually evicted for not paying rent. In March of 2014, he filed for bankruptcy and the records show that he owed creditors $697,000. Wow. While claiming his personal assets of just $4,823. What? About four hundred, which was in cash. What the fuck? How do you even get to borrow that much money? Yeah. Good question. Privilege. They're Privilege. Like, they're, not, they're not trying to give me a Sephora card. Yeah. <laughs> not working to me. Okay. <laughs> okay. So his obligations included a $25,000 divorce settlement, a $2,500 a month child support, $35,000 of which was an unpaid debt, and $11,000, which was an IRS bill, and $119,000 for a civil judgment for a breach of contract and hundreds of thousands more in medical bills, car loans, student loans, business loans, lawyers' fees, and credit card debt. Wow. They was giving this man all the loans. Yeah. <laughs> I, and he was just taking them out. I guess he just thought one day this lump sum would pay all that off. 
Like, who have you not gotten a loan from, sir? <laughs> checking the cash. He, I think he went there, too. I think he's checking in the cash. I think he's checking the cash. It's $5,000. <laughs> and so getting caught. It turns out that the contractor only needed time for Garrison to be caught as executives were beginning to wonder why they hadn't been reimbursed by the CIA yet for the salaries that he, <laughs> that he earned. Wild. So it's like, I'm going I'm to give it back. Yeah. Wild. Why did y'all even believe him? So you just put him on the payroll. He's not showing up to work. <sighs> He's not doing anything at your company. I, I am blown away. Like, just at the level of... The amount of work he did to not work. I love it. I want to do this. <laughs> I'm Don't, working too hard. Working, actually. I am too. It sucks. You're inspiring me, Garrison. So let's wrap it up. <laughs> you are. You. I already. You already filling out that Fox News. Re, that Fox News application. I am. Look, Tucker ain't over there no more. Yeah. They need somebody to give the lies. I mean, news. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do the hard hitting exposés on P- Pizza Groomer Gate. Yeah. Then Hillary's baby Pizza Groomer machine. Gate drag. Yes. Uh, sex. 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 <laughs> it's the new thing. Drag queen sexes. And then they're, and they're putting it in the books in Florida. In the books for the kids. And then they're reading it to them yes. as they strip. Yes, and and then after they strip, they tell women they can do whatever they want with their bodies. It's getting bad out it's there, bad. Tune in. <laughs> more, more at 11. So... <laughs> All right, so he got found. They figured him out, right? And he responded by accusing the execs of leaking supposedly classified information. When outright accused of fraud, Garrison claimed his accuser was an Iranian spy. God damn it. Anybody who accuses him of anything, he's like, you a spy. That's so funny. And then you had to make it racist, too, yeah. you son of a bitch. <laughs> Look, it was like, it that was, was the Middle Eastern. Saturn. Yeah. Make make him Iranian for a little razzle death. Right, right. Because that is... And he's from Iran. Yeah. So no, ah, he's... That's ah, the government. Ah, brown country. Uh, you know, that's works. all they do is spy. Yeah. Over here. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so Garrison's last stand came in 2015 when Blue Canopy tried to make him repay them for a falsely gotten salary. Garrison began to negotiate a loan from Cape First Funding, another loan, a Virginia-based finance company, by claiming that the U.S. government was about to seize Blue Canopy for alleged criminal violations by senior executives at the company. So anytime he got accused, he would try to make his accuser the criminal. <laughs> now he's saying they're trying to seize Blue Camp. It's, it's a, a good scam. I like it. Through more lies, an enlisting government agent Eileen Presser as an accomplice, Garrison managed to have $2 million transferred through several accounts to make it appear that the government was paying the companies that were owed. Damn. Wow. He got $2 million. Who the hell is this? And this is Eileen. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Eileen, this Bob. Eileen. <laughs> Eileen. Eileen, I'm leaning over. I'm, I'm doubled over because why? Everything about this. What is this photo? I, Eileen was trying to get face. <laughs> yes, yeah, just trying to give face and she's giving fade into the background. She definitely went to great clips right before this photo. I was, was like, to say. She was like, can I have Kale Brady on top and Donald Trump on the bottom? <laughs> like, what is this? Ma'am, and like this the hair print is a liar. This print, no, ma'am. I what would is- never let this woman get near any money. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I yeah. This this print is giving black hole of nothingness. I don't like it. I don't like, like what it. What barn did she go to to get this? And not a stitch of makeup. It's and but she's but somehow it's yesified a little bit. Like like she had them yeah. retouch it. 
there's a little bit of that soap opera, uh, soap opera like lens on it, you know? It's just the mouth for me. Like, why is she, she really said prune. You know what? I love that for her. So they managed to get this loan and then transfer that money to the company so the companies would get off their back. Eventually, the back and forth of money led to the government investigating Garrison. So now that the coins are involved, the government was like, let's take a peek over here because you know we love money. So after the better part of five years of interviews, gathering evidence and collaborating with the contractor who originally warned people who, you know, is petty as fuck because he has made this his life mission. Mm-hmm. He's been warning everybody. Mm-hmm. He went to the police. They were like, no. He went to all the companies. They were like, get out of our faces. He was like, oh, let me go to this military guy. They were like, leave us alone. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't sit with us. <laughs> like, Come on. Like, you don't even go here. <laughs> Like, damn, he was really working his heart. This is pettiness overload. And I love this for you, even though you didn't lose any money. So I'm just like, okay. So on June 11, 2020, uh, he pleaded guilty in a federal court for one count of wire fraud. They always get you on those wires, George Mm -hmm. Santos and Garrison. And he was fitted with an ankle monitor and released on $25,000 bond because, of course, he was. Even after he was charged, Garrison continued to try to scam companies. Yeah. He at home. He's like, I got the internet. That like, so funny. I guess during the pandems. Mm-hmm. This was in the pandems, though. Okay. 2020. He's like, that ain't no problem. I got the internet. What did he do next? So he's just trying to scam the companies again. So um, <laughs> he shortly found out when his new scams made headlines that the heads of companies he was seducing were all informed. So they knew he was coming. Yes. Wow. So all in all, he earned $4.5 million from the companies and contracts that he worked for. And he's been sentenced to seven years in prison, which is not a lot. Wow. That is, that is, no, it's not a lot. And But I mean, like, it's weird when it comes to financial crime. I'm always just kind of like, this is taxpayer dollars for, like, stealing money from people who have lots of money. Mm-hmm. So, like, isn't I'm, that weird? I'm throwing my hands up. I don't see. I'm not in it. No, isn't that? F- I'm I'm just blown away. This man, what's wrong with him? I just love the audacity of you have an ankle monitor on. Yeah. And you are you fixed your mouse and keyboard, yeah, to type these companies to try to scam them. You are currently being watched by the government. It's funny though. It's like you know. It's like it's just like there's so many scams in this country. This country was founded on scams. Yes, it is a scam. So I guess I wonder if it's if it just feels like normal. It feels normal to him. I'm sure. Which is like, but everyone else is scamming. He's like, look, this is business as usual. I've yeah. been doing this for a better part of what a decade, right? Maybe he just thought it was is his real job now. Maybe he doesn't know the difference. Not to give him an excuse, because yeah. I still think he he's got Stockholm to his own scam, right? But he could just not know the difference. And how could he? I don't know the difference, right? Which is why I work for Fox News. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Tonight at eleven, children vampires and why the liberals love them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. That brings us to the saddest part of the show, the end where I have to let Mono go. But before we do, Scammer of the Week. Uh, This is where we highlight a charlatan that's worthy of our praise or maybe not. Let's see. Okay. And, you know, you mentioned something earlier that ties right back in uh, when we were talking about AI. Uh Uh-huh. So conspiracy theorist and conservative media figurehead Alex Jones recently found himself the victim of an AI prank call. Funny. So if you don't know, Alex Jones, he has this show. I'm not going to say the name of it because you literally never need to see it if you don't know what it is. Right. And he makes up lies constantly. He was constantly sued for Um, like 900 million. He got sued for like 
money, 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 money. Because yeah. he was saying that the victims of Sandy Hook, an unfortunate mass um, shooting, were lying and that it was all a hoax. Yeah. Um, and it caused a lot of severe emotional damage. He would not stop saying this. Because his, his viewers were then harassing these harassing people at these home. People. Yeah. Doxing them, harassing them. Yeah. And mind you, these people have already been through the fucking ringer, right? Right. They've so, lost their children. Yeah. He's the literal devil. Yo, he he number one devil. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, Satan, tell me more. Truly. I mean, <laughs> Satan was like, damn, you didn't have to come that hard. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 in hell. We, we, we got the VIP section for you yeah, in Haiti. With the penthouse is reserved. You don't have to keep doing this. <laughs> like chill, chill yeah. for real. Like no, we no, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Keep going. Wait. What? What? What do you do now? I just oh, had AI. the most inappropriate analogy come in my head. Like when a man comes, and the more you keep sucking. <laughs> the devil's like <laughs> devil's nutted, but he's still sucking. The devil nutted, but he's still sucking. Yeah, Throw up that face. Um, so the devil like ooh. He's like, please uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I had to, I had to get that no, out of my brain. I, I love it. Um, so someone <laughs> so AI'd yes. him. So he's a victim. I'm not going to call him a victim ever because he's the devil, but of sure. an AI prank call. Sure. So according to YouTuber Chris James, host of Not Even a Show channel, he used a spoofed phone number of fellow conservative media figurehead Tucker, Tucker Carlson and AI-generated version of his voice to call Alex Jones' cell phone. James allegedly went on to have a full conversation with him over the course of a minute. Confirmed by Jones' own recounting of the incident on the info uh, on that place <laughs> that he be doing his uh, uh-huh. deviling. Yes, informational battling. <laughs> right. Where uh-huh. he be doing his devilment. Um, so this is, oh my God, Tucker also has the face and personality of someone who just shouldn't be loved. And his father, he's a Nepo kid, and his father is also like evil as book. Of course. Yeah, he's no, come he, from a long line of just... He's awful. He looks like a napkin with googly eyes. I hate him. Yeah, and when you look like that and you don't have a, a personality, you're not funny, you're you not have to charming. Do what? Evil! Evil! <laughs> okay? Yep. When you're evil, you're ugly inside and out, so you're like, mine as well. Mine as well. No matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Cause wow. Like, what, is, what is even him? Like, what, what is his hair? Know. What is his face? This what? fucking, this fucking picnic basket he's wearing on as a shirt. I hate him. Yeah. So, I mean, good for this prankster for, for wasting just a little bit of Alex Jones's time. Because the devil's coming and <laughs> right. he's still sucking. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> we always ask Mono, where would you like to be found? Any anything people can then listen to or yes. follow you or everything. Awesome. Yeah, follow me at Mono Agapian on Instagram. I left Twitter. And um I miss it, but I don't. But I miss it, but I don't. Um and uh yeah, listen to Drag Her. We're covering Drag Race um right now, and it is a good, stupid time. Uh, whether you like the show or not, it's a, it's the Kiki you need. Yes. And uh, also go listen to my podcast with Betsy Sodaro, which is called We Love Trash, where we cover 
fun trash, shady movies, dumb celebrities, just the yes, trash we love. I love Betsy so much. She's wonderful. Also a friend of the show. Amazing. And to me. All right, y'all. If you want to send in your friends, family, and your enemies, scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is re- retired so we don't fuck up your bag. Or maybe give us an unretired scam like Mono did so we can help y'all because that's terrible, that Airbnb shit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to see the photos and whatever memes I decided to make up, uh, scamgoddesspod on Instagram. If you want to talk to me, maybe I will talk back. Scam Goddess Pod on Twitter. Lately, I've been talking on Twitter. Nice. Um, it is a hellscape, but I'm playing it down with the ship. I got my violin like... You're just going to write it out. Yeah, I'm just writing it out. Yeah. Um, if you want to follow me and my shenanigans, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, D-V-A-L-A-C-I on all platforms. And once again, our first live show, June 22nd at the Elysian. Y'all scoop up them tickets today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, congregation. Stay... Santoing. <laughs> Get out there and Santo. <laughs> Santo. Santo. Yes. Santo, Santo, Santo. Just make up everything. <laughs> this has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Carkbo, engineered by Ryan Connor and Abby Aguilar. Our researcher is Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 